<laughs> what is up, guys? I'm Jeff James. With me, as always, the incredible, unattainable, luscious Brody Falls. Uh, uh, hi. With, <laughs> with half working, with half working internet provided to you by Comcast. Love you guys. Um, every single week, Brody and I get together <laughs> with numerous technical difficulties <laughs> to discuss video game news reviews. And give our honest and blunt opinions uh, on the industry as a whole. Uh, you can catch the audio version of the podcast um, every single Friday morning, hitting your podcast uh, platform, every single platform. I think we're on pretty much everything um, at the wee early hours on Friday morning for your morning commute. Uh, and you can also catch us live on Thursdays uh, on uh, on YouTube. Uh, so... This is going to be an interesting one uh, to edit afterwards on the YouTube channel. It's going to be a weird cut. Um, Just but, cut like a half hour into it. It's yeah, fine. yeah. So, um, but like I was saying before, I sound like a robot. Um, the big thing on this is uh, uh, I want to do like a little housekeeping section is what mm-hmm. I was trying to say. Um, so is there any sort of like um, housekeeping in terms of the realm of diggity that uh, we should discuss before what we've been playing? Yeah, aside from me being very bad at social media and not finding time to post anything this week, we did have a new YouTube video go up where we uh, finished off our series of Madden. It was uh, we best of three, and we both won one, and we finished it out with another random team uh, battle off, and I got the Buccaneers, and he got the Jets, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it and was I won. not fair. I won. <laughs> it was definitely not fair dude uh and <clears throat> even if madden isn't your thing i mean i it it was a fun video to do and we had absolutely insane commentary the entire time uh significantly better than the nfl uh come at me uh <laughs> yeah we made madden fun yeah bugs which, and all bugs and all absolutely uh um, but other than that i don't think i have anything else really i mean mainly just the 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 video Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Um, onto that, real quick, what'd you play last week? Because people have already heard this shit, I think, once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played pretty much just COD Zombies. I really didn't get into a whole lot this weekend. Really didn't get into much this week. It's just been it's just been one of those weeks. Uh, it's fucking busy. I did tear down a, a couple Xbox controllers and, and rebuild some and, and get some back in working order. Um, yeah. uh, I downloaded some games on on a, a Xbox One that a friend gave mm. to me. Um, but yeah, other than that, I haven't played much of anything, to be perfectly honest. Um, I played some Wild Rift. Yeah, I, I guess I did play one game of Wild Rift on Monday. And that was, I played that was some a good more time. Wild Rift. I played some actual real League of Legends. Nice. Yeah. With my how how do you... How do you feel that those two kind of stack up to to each other? I mean, Uh, normal league is better. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Wild Rift really isn't isn't bad. No, it's like a light version. Yeah. But like not very light. I mean, I would say light just on the character basis because they don't have all the characters. Right. Right. And honestly, you unlock them very quickly because you get a ton of tokens to unlock them and things like that as Mm -hmm. you play. And I already have. I mean, I probably have half the roster now and I'm. I haven't played that much. I've played like three games. It really, and I think like some of the champs, the ones that are in there now, like translate well with the controls. Yeah. But some of the other champs that are in like actual league, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they also surprised me with what they've done so far. So I could be yeah. pleasantly surprised, right? I've been playing, uh, is it Garrus? Is that right? What's, what's the tank dude's name? Uh, he Garen? looks like a, 
Garen, there it is. There's so many games that use like a gear and then something at the end of the name. It's so similar. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Garen lately and because nobody else wants to play tank. So I'll solo one lane and it's been going OK. I'm not inherently great at League of Legends, but mm-hmm. I give it a go. Uh, it's still a good time, especially for a mobile game. I mean, it's it's fucking great and it runs flawlessly. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm pretty amazed at what they're able to do with it and stoked to see where it goes um all right you want to hit us with upcoming game releases yeah uh april 16th super meat boy forever comes to ps4 and xbox one tribal pass comes to ps5 xbox series x ps4 xbox one and switch april 20th don't forget me comes to pc mask maker comes to pc vr and playstation vr mlb the show 21 comes to ps5 xbox series x PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Game Pass. Uh, April 21st, World Splitter is coming to PC, PS4, and Switch. And April 22nd, Buildings Have Feelings 2 is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Orbital Bullet is coming to PC. Uh, We are in a hell of a drought right now. Yeah. Hell of a drought. It is dry as shit. And I think that's a lot of why I just have no desire to play much of anything, even though I have an impressive backlog that I really need to get through. I just don't feel like playing much of anything. And that's kind of why we've just been playing COD or I'll play Rocket League. It's like mm-hmm. just get just play some multiplayer and get some some of that multiplayer interaction, hop in a party with some buddies and, and good to go. And I, I've been playing Monster Hunter, too, but uh not much this week. It's it's just I don't know, man. Uh, this drought sucks right now, and it's exactly like Phil Spencer said. He's like he said last year during the beginning of COVID that it really wouldn't start to affect us until the end of COVID too much, as far as the uh, the gaming industry as a whole. And here we are, baby. It's it's I mean, it's <laughs> Phil Spencer dry. is a prophet. He is. He is we prophet Phil Spencer. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. That's what the P stands for. There's nothing here for me personally. I we played a little bit of the show, and I just I don't know. I don't find it exactly exhilarating. The buildings have feelings too. Has me intrigued. Yeah, I, the name alone was enough to interest me, and I was probably going to check it out later. But I'm trying not to type too much on my keyboard because it's loud. Clickety clack <laughs> on that thing. Clickety clack. I heard it in the last episode. I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, moving on with some news. So the next Ubisoft forward will take place on June 12th as part of E3 2021. Also, we will have full coverage of E3 2021 and as long as Comcast allows it. <laughs> I'm making a call. You know I, I ain't paying this. I'm not paying this shit. I'll sound like yeah. such a dweeb. They'll be like, I'm not paying this. Why? What happened, sir? I wasn't able to record my podcast. At the <laughs> my time. video game podcast. <laughs> I'll have let you know. <laughs> um yeah, yeah and- so this is cool i mean i'm sure there'll be someone who jumps up on stage and says the f-bomb because i think they're cool yeah that happens every year we'll get a just dance mm-hmm. yeah we'll get uh, something about rabbits maybe, maybe a mario versus rabbits uh kingdom battle 2 yeah kingdom that'd be cool two, yeah that'd be cool I, I still have to play through that too that's one that's kind of in my backlog hmm. that has just been sitting there and i always forget that i have uh, but yeah, this How is about, uh, this Riders is Republic too. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, no, I want that to come it, out. And this was odd that they announced it this week because last week they sent out or we covered the list that they had, you know, sent out of people that were going to be at E3 and Ubisoft was not on there. And then a week later they make their own announcement on Twitter. It was very kind of weird, but um, 
Cool. I mean, I, I'm glad to see Ubisoft there. If E3 is going to happen, you might as well have, you know, as many people there as you can and make it a decent event and uh, online event, of course. Um, but yeah, E3 is still alive, baby. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> uh, there's I want a new you to know it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a new color of Nintendo Switch Lite. Um, it's a blue Switch Lite. Uh, as you can tell, this is a very dry week for us. So we're going to cover the, the How did blue I miss Switch Lite. That? I don't know. It, it's kind of a weird, like, um, it reminds me of the blue that they had for the Game Boy Advance Ooh, back in the day. I it's like it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. I cool like it. Cool blue. I'm cool. Yeah. It's almost indigo in a weird sort of way, but uh, this will launch on May 21st, and the Twitter post that announced this was, they mentioned me, the Me Adventure game, and they called oh, it boy. hilarious in the same post, and nobody's going to. I mean, somebody's going to buy that, but no, no you're not selling it. it. Uh, this will <laughs> launch <laughs> just absolutely trying to sell this that nobody gives a shit about it. Uh, anyway, this will launch for the standard one ninety nine ninety nine. It's cool. It looks it looks neat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I've already got my switch light and the wife's got her switch light. I don't think I'm going to be purchasing any more switch lights. You're right. This looks exactly like the original Game Boy Advance color. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit darker, but pretty close. Yeah. That's really cool. I dig that a lot. I dig that a lot. I want it I want a GameCube purple with like the the right stick I mean, that's being GameCube yellow. GameCube purple kind of. Kind of. It's more blue than it is purple supposedly. They're calling you it want, blue at least. Every time you turn it on, do you want it to go Yes, absolutely. Spin it and then figure out what blocks are as a storage volume. Uh-huh. How many blocks is that? You have 2,000 blocks left. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, um, Days Gone is coming to PC on May 18th, my friend. So the, uh, it'll feature a 21.9 ultra-wide monitor support. Unlocked frame rates. Hey, nerds. Display nerds. customization, which involves increased level of detail. <gasps> Foliage draw distances. Ferns. Graphical customization, <laughs> super resolution photo mode, and input support for mouse and keyboard and first and third party controllers. There you go. You can play with your Mad Cats controller and look at ferns. You know, we got this game for free from the PlayStation sure collection. Sure did. Yeah. I it's on this month right now. Still on free. Yeah. And, and it was part of, I mean, the, the PS5 uh, oh, right. collection yes. that they had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't collection. touched it. And neither have I. Just, I'm not a zombie game kind of person um but i've i've heard it's good i mean people liked it but i just i don't know i can't drag myself to do it maybe i'll maybe i'll try it why not it's, uh, aptly named <laughs> yes uh rumor time as cool. as we'd like to find this week we actually didn't have a delay this week surprisingly enough but uh we do have a rumor uh so bioshock 4 is rumored to be an open world game and this rumor is based on a job Ooh. listing from the development studio Cloud Chamber. Um, I don't want this at all. Not even a little bit. Really? I want I want Bioshock 4. I do not want an open world Bioshock game. I I feel like I've been pretty adamant. I'm not a <laughs> Nick, huge fan of Nick's, open world games. <laughs> Nick's dead because he's like, this man just said mad cats. That's right, baby. <laughs> Mad Cat's controllers. Mad cats. <laughs> That's right, dude. Gosh, yeah, I don't, I don't want an open world Bioshock game. I, the open world formula is pretty much lost on me at this point. I just, no, oh, come on, it's smooth going, dude. Look at Halo Infinite. 
Um, yeah, that's that's part of my concern right there. Right. <laughs> no, I just I feel like open world games, everybody falls into this trap of making the map the largest map you've ever seen and and having things like stupid side quests that don't matter at all and and just uh, climb this point to synchronize with this area. Yeah, I'm pointing fingers at Assassin's Creed right now, but it's just there's a trope with these open world games and and so many of them fall into it every once in a while you get a great open world game i mean like i really enjoyed gta 5 story mode and it was an open world game also that came out eight years ago so there's that as well but i just i i love bioshock as a series i love all the bioshock games i do not want this at all and i don't know of anybody that wants a open world bioshock game you come to a Bioshock game for for story gameplay, and I just I don't know. I think it's a bad decision, dude. This is America. We gotta fucking overdo it. <laughs> why Why give someone a well known, beloved experience when I could throw them into something massive and extremely hey, arduous to figure out exactly what the fuck you're doing or how it coordinates with the rest of the story. Yeah, why give them the well-known, beloved experience when you can give them the well-known, virtually, mainly panned experience instead? Loot crates, Brody. Oh, fuck. I, why Loot not? Loot crates. Yeah, throw them in there. Let's throw do them it. in. Skins. <laughs> I want to see stickers. I want costumes in the store for like 20 bucks. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nier Automata is finally going to get a patch for the Steam version. So there's no set release date for this, by the way. But the developers took to Twitter to let, no, to let fans know it was on its way. It's coming. Industry is hurting. Absolutely. <laughs> and what's odd about this one, though, is that it does come like a week or a couple weeks after the Xbox version came out for PC and it fixed a lot of the issues that it had. Mm -hmm. uh, and then shortly after after the game's been out for what four four years on pc i think mm -hmm. and now they're like oh yeah we're gonna go ahead and update this finally like the game had never gotten a single patch on on steam and now they're finally going to fix it and that's not great i mean i'm they're, glad they're finally they're, fixing it but they're near automata to fixing it oh no <laughs> Oh. They're automatically about to fix. Uh, they're gonna have automatic updates, and they're gonna rename it Near Automatica. Outriders' first big patch is causing some <laughs> issues. <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. That that's was awful. What, that's one of my favorite things to do to you when you go on one of those dad joke rants. Like, yeah, go, we're dude. just gonna keep on moving, man. Uh, yeah. So Outriders. Put out their first big patch this week and people woke up in the morning and went to play the game and found out all of their gear is gone entirely stripped their character got rid of their inventory got rid of all of the hard work that they put into this um there's multiple people that are very angry on twitter because they have a hundred hours into this game or even less i mean even if you have 40 hours into this game and you spent time leveling up pieces of armor and things like that uh, and you lose it, that's not a good thing to see. Uh, People Can Fly have reached out and said that they are working on a fix, and they're also trying to work on restoring players' inventories, but they cannot promise that the restored gear will have the exact same stats as the old gear players had, which... So it's not your gear? It's not your gear. 
And apparently, wow. so again, I have not, I, I played the demo for this, but the way sure. gear works in this game, you actually level up your gear too. So you can find gear and then you can also level it up. So uh, one one user I saw on Twitter said that he had uh, almost 100 hours in the game and he was getting ready to, like that next day, he was going to level up the last piece of gear to level 50, which is max level, and uh, logged in to find out everything was gone. So um, I actually, I chatted with a guy today at work who was mm -hmm. playing that. And uh, he'd seen online for PC players, if you start to see like this issue happening, where you see the inventory and it's it's all messed up like that, Alt F4 your game before it auto saves. Uh yeah. That would, and then jump back enough. in. I mean, uh PlayStation. Well, you shouldn't have to do have... that, but And I didn't hear any reports. If you're on PlayStation, rip the cord out the back of it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> smack it as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah, just hit the damn thing. <laughs> uh I, I didn't see any reports of it happening on xbox it was specifically pc and playstation that i saw reference inside job dude conspiracy and uh, started yeah. right here on diggity inside job <laughs> phil spencer the prophet is phil uh spencer's colluding with outriders <laughs> he's absolutely colluding i yeah. love it no yeah it's it's not uh not a good thing and i just realized i said no yeah which is a very midwestern thing That's god right. yeah no no yeah yeah no yeah yeah, don't no. you know? Don't you know? <laughs> hey, the PS5 just got an update. Update 21.01-03.00.38 to be specific. For those at home who are just pining to, to get, get a that half name. chub from that build number. What features are in it? I'm glad you asked. You get PS5 storage expansion and management. So store PS5 games on compatible external USB drives. Or you could do that, whatever. Transfer games to the external storage from your internal storage. You cannot install PS5 games directly to the external drive, nor can you play them from there as well. So that still remains and will the, yeah. remain forever. The, because it can't only, write speeds and the only speeds. thing that you really gain, and this is similar to the Xbox deal, you can transfer them over there, and it's quicker to transfer it back rather than to download it all over again. So that you gain a little bit of time there. But um, it's, I mean, still transferring things on PlayStation 5 is long it takes way longer than you would ever mm -hmm. imagine um and uh they're still working on support for the storage expansion for the m.2 drives so we're not getting that yet um i would probably guess around e3 yeah i i do believe they said around summer so hopefully i mean hopefully sooner than later because call of duty already takes up half the space i have on the playstation 5 so that's awesome damn it call of duty you also got new social features for P, uh, for PS4 and PS5. So you got cross-generation share play. So while chatting through parties, you can share your game screen or even play the games with a friend, which is something they had showed off originally when they were first showing the system off. A little yeah. tidbit or talked about, but we never I, got it. I believe it was also a feature on PS4, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and then also request to join game sessions. So essentially a shortcut to uh, invited friends to a game. To sorry, invite friends to a game. Um, which is good because it's less clicks. It's annoying. Uh, and enhanced it control is. and personalization options. So improved game base uh, offers quicker access to important content and features. Easily switch between parties and friends. That's great. Turn on or off notifications for each party that you are in. Uh, you can disable game chat or adjust players' volume. You just quickly disable in game chat. Individually adjust the individual voice chat volume itself. 
uh, game update and pre-download changes. Um, so this must be enabled by developers, but will allow you to play the newest update as soon as it is available if you have the automatic updates option on. Uh, you also have a customized game library where you can search and hide games in your library. So that's neat because, um, you know, it fills up with all your older content on your external mm-hmm. drive and it's, it's hard to find things. I do wish they added uh, folders, though. That would be nice to kind of organize some of that. So you don't necessarily have to hide it. You can just throw it in like a folder of games I'll never play or, or whatever. Or be nice if like they utilize, because I mean, when a game is um, uploaded to the store, it has to choose the genre. Mm-hmm. So it'd be yeah. nice to have like RPGs and you can just kind of click like a toggle down on a filter. Yeah. And then you can cool. see all your RPGs collected. Um, customize, sorry, screen zoom, adjust the magnification of the screen in the settings menu. There you go, grandma. Uh, new <laughs> trophy settings and stat screen. So the level of trophies that captures video and screenshots can now be edited and trophy stats screen. Um, sorry, it will show you uh, your trophy level and status at a glance, which is great. Um, there's some PlayStation app, app features that came out as well. Um, so looking into adding more and easier ways to connect uh, to your console remotely because it's a hassle. It, it sucks. It's um, there's also more new features um, that they've got in the pipeline, including join a multiplayer session on PS5 from the app, manage your console storage. What a neat concept. Compare trophy collections with friends and uh, sort and filter products shown in the PlayStation store, which I don't know why you can't search and filter right now uh yeah i i think it's more just you can get it to where it doesn't show specific things which is kind of cool but essentially hide them but uh, i don't know why you would ever want to join a session from the app um to me that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because you're are you're you're gonna have to be on the console anyway i mean i guess unless you were in the bathroom it it is quite odd isn't it it's a weird choice of a feature to implement, but I mean, I guess if you can't I mean, be I guess bothered, maybe you're like running to your PlayStation and you don't want them to join the session. You'd be like, oh my right. God, and you can click it, you know? I mean, yeah. You're taking a dump or something and you're just like, hey guys, I'm <laughs> taking a dump. Wait, give me like 10 seconds for me to get on you know, my PlayStation. Yeah, but uh, instead I could join it from here for whatever. Yeah, it, to me yeah. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but okay, cool, I mean, whatever. But yeah, I mean, overall, there's some decent stuff in here. Some no themes, no themes. Still, we'll say it. No themes, no themes. I I it's feel like this is that seems like such a staple after the PS4 that you would think it would be back. But then again, we said the same thing with Nintendo, hey. and Nintendo hey. still hasn't given it to us. Dude, they gave us Zoom. Yeah, I can zoom okay, in now. We can zoom in on our screens. Now, be grateful. If that them. was implemented on Switch for handheld, that would make a lot of sense. On PlayStation Five, uh, here's not problem, so much. Are you playing on like a twentieth screen? If Nintendo did it with the zoom thing, it would be like this little magnifying glass that you would drag with your finger, <laughs> and it would be the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> And it would look like it was a real magnifying glass, and they'd even have the fucking handle on it or something. Yeah. So, I yeah, it's odd choices. On I will some be more this, excited but... when the M.2 storage update comes out. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, the themes. That, the M.2 storage is what I'm really looking yeah, forward that, to. That's me too. I themes mean, I... are secondary to some extent, but I do. I I mean, I I like having them. They're they're nice to look at, and it, it sucks not having them. <laughs> But yeah, overall, not 
not too terrible. Uh, nothing too crazy though. Uh, last up here, a big chunk of news. A lot of reading that is gonna probably slip me up here. But uh, anyway, the <laughs> Nintendo Indie World uh, that happened yeah, Wednesday, and uh, there's some some neat games in here. So first up, they had Road ninety six. The developer is Digix art and it's a very narrative focused game with adventure and puzzle elements it's a procedurally generated story uh different decisions will affect the outcome of the story and this will be launching later this year and this was this was kind of a neat concept i actually do kind of want to give this a go and see what this is Mm -hmm. actually all about um the way the the actual um trailer for it was cool where it like had a glitch where it would like oh this is my friend john drew Blah, blah, and it would skip and like change basically what this character's name was and it's yeah. it's it looks like it has a lot of potential obviously a lot of it is going to hinge on how well the uh the procedurally generated story actually works or if you're gonna get like the same thing most of the time or whatever but uh next up we had ariel never yield uh this is from developer ariel knight um and He's a internet presence, from what I understand. I've never heard of him before, personally. But uh, the the game looked pretty cool. It's a a runner, a side scrolling runner, set in a Tokyo style Detroit. The soundtrack for it sounded awesome. I can't remember who they said did the soundtrack, but it was really cool. And this game will launch on May nineteenth. A demo is currently available for it now. But this is, uh, I mean, typical side scrolling runner to some extent. It's Run, jump, slide, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, great art style on it, too. I mean, it looks neat. Uh, Annapurna Interactive has two new games that they announced. So the first one was Last Stop. And the developer on this is Variable State. This is a single-player third-person adventure game set in a modern-day London. Uh, you get to play as three separate characters, and eventually these these stories will collide. So kind of like GTA uh, Five did and some to some extent and this will release in july hindsight was the other game they announced and this is from uh, joel mcdonald uh this is set around an older lady looking back on her life with her family uh various different objects trigger different memories that will eventually lead up to a, a huge decision in her life that she made that obviously affected how her life played out and uh, this will be releasing sometime this year a lot of these were very very vague um Ali Ali World from developer Roll7. This is a side-scrolling action skateboard platformer, and this is set to release this winter. So kind of similar vein as that, uh, as Never Yield, but uh, skateboarding. And this is certainly not the first game in the series. I don't remember how many there are at this point, but there's uh, there's a handful of them. Uh, the Longing from developer Studio Suives um, <clears throat> is an indie or an idle game kind of so you essentially have to wait 400 days for your king to wake up and this is not i mean obviously it's in game time not real life time but uh in the meantime you get to kind of go cave diving solve some puzzles collect items and uh this is actually available right now it has a very unique dark um kind of art style to it though if they did something like real life almost like tamagotchi style yeah and i i think there's Definitely a, a market for that to some extent. I mean, Animal Crossing yeah. kind of uses real time and stuff, but not not. It's not that critical. Um, but yeah. four hundred days would be a long time to be playing around in one game, especially uh, something like this. So uh, the next up, there is no game 
wrong dimension. Uh, this <laughs> is from developer Draw Me a Pixel. It's a point-and-click adventure, uh, comedy adventure specifically, and this is available now. Teenage Mutants Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from developer Tribute Games. It's a beat-em-up side-scrolling game that blends both modern and retro elements. It offers four-player uh, uh, multiplayer, both locally and online, and this will be releasing sometime later this year. Uh, Chris Tales uh, from developer Dreams Uncorporated and Sick, an action-adventure that relies heavily on story and time-traveling elements set in a dark fairy tale world, and this will be launching July 20th. Uh, Getsu Fumaden, Undying Moon from developer Konami and Guru Guru, a hack-and-slash roguelike game set in a Japanese-inspired world set to release in 2022. Aztec Forgotten World, which that's actually the furthest date we've seen. And typically with these indie uh, indie world events, they they usually do things that are launching within like four to five months. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, it really is kind of a testament to how dry kind of things are right now and how much pandemic really affected developers. Uh, Aztec Forgotten Gods developer Lienzo. An adventure game based on Aztec mythology. Get special upgrades for your arm and move between different areas and uncover ancient secrets. This will launch this fall. Skull, the Hero Slayer, um, from developer Southpaw Games. A face, fast-paced, sorry, uh, 2D action roguelike game. Swap abilities to progress by switching heads. Twenty different heads are available that all offer their own unique ability. And this will release this summer. Uh, Art of Rally. This is from Fun Selector Labs. You get to drive iconic cars from the golden era of rally racing all around the world. And this is kind of a um, uh, an isometric view racing, not even really racing. You're actually just kind of by yourself driving around, and it looks pretty neat. This will be launching this summer. Kiwi uh, from St developer Stone Wheat and Sons. This is a puzzle game that has you moving Kiwi birds across the various levels to deliver messages. This is set to release in August. Labyrinth City, Pierre and Maze Detective from Dejirling, sorry, a game based on a children's book of the same name. It's a world of detailed mazes that you have to interact with more or that you can interact with more than 500 items and characters as well as 100 hidden objects within the world. This will be launching this spring. Weaving Tales from Follow the Feather. This is a, a single player adventure game with a uniquely woven world. A lot of it looks like it's all kind of created. Not not quite in the level of like a Yoshi's Crafted World, but definitely yep. a, a very unique looking uh, landscape they have, and this will be releasing in May. The House of the Dead remake from developer Forest Entertainment. This is a classic multiplayer rail shooter that has returned. This is a... I don't remember this game personally, but uh, it seems like there's some love for it for sure. You get to play as a pair of government agents sent to investigate disappearances. This will be releasing later this year. Ender Lilies, uh, Quietus of the Knights. This is from developer Binary Haze Interactive. Uh, this is a dark fantasy 2D action RPG that has you seeking the truth about what happened to a group of fallen knights. This will be launching in June. We got three more. Three more. <laughs> it's a stretch. I'm sorry. Uh, Beasts of Maravilla Island from Banana Bird Studios. It's a 3D adventure game that places you in the role of a young wildlife photographer. This will be launching in June. Uh, Fez from Polytron, a unique 2D and 3D adventure Phil game. Phil Fish. 
Yeah. Bill Fish. <laughs> and this is available right now. Uh, and last up, they did their their classic, but wait, one more thing. And it's Oxen Free 2, Lost yeah. Signals. So this is obviously from developer Night School Studio, who, I mean, earned a bunch of pedigree from, from Oxen Free. And also, um, oh, what was their last one? Uh, the, the drinking was Satan one. Night, night. Um, oh, God. Ah, it's night something. Uh, this is a super natural narrative Nightcap game. Something isn't it? No. no, night something. Supernatural narrative game. This takes place five years after the original game, and will be releasing sometime this year. We made it. There was a lot more indie games in there than I ever remember there being. <laughs> but it was. Yeah, yeah, it that was, got wild. That was a. There was a lot in there, and it was only a like a twenty-one and a half minute long presentation but uh anything in here that catches your eye or anything you at least wanted to mention or talk about here um i mean fez honestly and that sounds really stupid because i mean obviously that's been a thing for a while um but it is a massive um game i mean it's it's a massive 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 huge indie game um, and so I'm happy to see it come to the thing. I also like the Oxen Free 2 stuff. All the Ollie's cool. I like anything skateboarding. Um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, really, I, I didn't, I don't think it, I don't think it was really a weak indie. Like, I think this was better than the last one. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I'll also note too, that there's a lot of sales going on too. Um, yeah, on the, of- uh, switch online store or sorry, on the eShop. Good God. Um, like for example, Fez right now is on sale, so small discount. But there's a lot of different discounts. Like Hades is on sale, Ori in the Will mm-hmm. of the Wisp, Terraria. Let's see, Dead Sale, Dead Sales, sorry, uh, Blood Roots, uh, Panzer Paladin, Coffee Talk, Evergate. I mean, there's some I, good stuff. So I, it's all. I thought about right I thought about picking up Hades. Uh, I've heard such great things about it, but I've yeah. never I've never tried it. So it was kind of me too. It's I haven't. I'm not big on. That. I'm not big on roguelike games, but uh, people really talk this one up for sure. I am. I'm looking forward to that Road 96. I want to. I want to check this out. I kind of like the idea of having a procedurally generated story like this, and it, it has some neat stuff. Um, oh, where's the name of it? Uh, Skull, the Hero Slayer with the the 90 different heads. I think that's kind of a neat idea, and it's a yeah. side side scrolling platforming like. Uh, kind of it's sprite based game. It, it looks really neat though, and it, this is absolutely something that would be up my alley. Uh, and the Ender Lilies, uh, Quietus of the Night, looked really really cool. Um, I like the idea of what it is too. It looks like you're kind of playing as like a little uh, a ghost almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played Fez, so it is something that I kind of want to try. Um. It, it looks unique and I've heard of it obviously, but I've never, I've never given it a go. And obviously I'm really, really excited of Ox or for oxen free too. I, I love the first one. I literally sat down and played it in one setting when I, when I finally did get around to it and I had it on my switch for forever and just couldn't, couldn't get myself to go after it. And finally I sat down and I played for four hours straight and beat the thing. And it was, I, I did everything in it and it was just, a, a fantastic experience, um, and I, I'm really looking forward to to the second one. It, it looks really cool. 
I'm curious what that other game was, though. I thought you were looking it up. No, I can't find it. I'm just trying to figure it out. After party. After party. After party. (laughs) Damn. I thought it was night something for some reason. Maybe I was just thinking of the studio name. But yeah, there's. I think it was a strong indie direct. Just for sure. a, A lot of it is not really something I get into. I think a lot of these games look very, very good. Um, but I, a lot of it's just not in my wheelhouse so much. So I, I had kind of had a few games that really stood out to me, but other than that, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot for just about everybody here. I mean, even a, a horror game and it just, it looks, I mean, a lot of good stuff in here really. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm excited to see what they come out with now as we head into this May and June. Yeah, it something I it was a very small mention, so it didn't actually make the news on the show, but they mentioned that they're really focusing on getting some more first party stuff out, uh, which obviously we've kind of had a first party drought as of late, aside from some like re-releases more or less. But Mario Golf. Mario Golf is one that I'm very excited for. Super which, excited for. Wait, that comes out what June? Is that right? I think so. Let me look up for you. We'll have it. We'll have it uh, when we we go to Vegas. Oh my God! Play it on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> June 25th. Okay. Yeah. June. I won't 25th. have it. Yeah. That that kind of sucks. I would I would have loved to have it just a little bit earlier, but that's fine. That'll work just fine. Kick your ass in the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But no, this this uh, overall, it's been a a relatively dry week. I mean, this is a short show compared to what we've had as of late. But um, there's there's some good stuff in there. I mean, again, we we talked about a switch light color coming out, so you know it's a little (laughs) little dull. But um, overall, I mean. The, the world's still turning here and we're we're getting by and hopefully we'll get to uh get to see some new games at e3 this year and and get some new releases this at least by this fall i mean this drought hopefully doesn't last too horribly long so i don't think it will i think we'll <clears throat> we'll get back into the swing of things i think here by i would assume by at least end of summer I yeah, and that's kind of what I'm wise. hoping for. I'm I'm hoping fall kind of starts to to pop off. And now the, and the thing I will say too, though, and shout out to people back home in my home country, it's very different over there right now. So stuff like Ubisoft and and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's a different world right now. Yeah, over there, absolutely. I don't see it getting any better there until like fall. Yeah, end of fall. at the rate they're going right so i mean that limits a lot of things that's a huge company right that has a lot of ties into the united states as well with other smaller companies so i mean lots of places in montreal to be honest with you so what to see but yeah i all i really want is a new mario kart that's it that's what i wait for that's why i exist (laughs) waiting for new mario kart and uh switch pro how disappointed are you going to be when it's not double dash dude if they don't i I don't even care at this point if it's double dash i mean it would be first of all it'd be fantastic if it's double dash right but i just want something new 
I heard so it's been a long time. I have never heard anybody talk bad about Double Dash, and I actually heard it on a podcast the other day. Them just what absolutely. Is this? Sh- <laughs> I, I don't remember who it was, but I'd have well, to check. We're have but to fucking joust now, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the only. Thing they to were do. they were not fans of of Double Dash, and well, I was I so am not shocked. Fans of them. That, fair enough. I I I think I remember who it was, and I almost don't want to tell you at this point. <laughs> Is it someone I know? No. It's All Wizard right, Nick, and the Bruiser. Safe. <laughs> it wasn't Nick. It wasn't Nick. It was Corey. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> I don't think Corey would say that. That. Seem, that seems more like it'd be an Ed hot take. That does seem like an Ed hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Just in drastic contrast to what... <laughs> Whatever you like. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, it's just getting me ready for haters. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, sure I really we have them. They're just not very though. vocal. We had. We certainly had them. And they were certainly vocal at one point. <laughs> Jackasses. You had to block them on Twitter. Yeah. Sure did. Crazy. Sure did. Crazy people out there, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Crazy people. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, I want to see it. I want to see a Switch Pro. Yeah. If that counts. I mean, that would be really cool. It would be neat to have like a quality feeling device that doesn't feel like I could bend it. See, and that's what I love about the Switch Lite, personally. Yo, I, mean, I agree. When I pick it up, I'm like, this is great. When I pick up my other one, it's like, it's like a I do wish, noodle. I do wish there was a way for it to output video. I mean... Even if it's not the original dock, if they even if it was just a cord or something you could actually run, like a USB C Probably easily H. could have been the original dock. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> could have been. It. Yeah. I, I understand why they would want like a actual dock that kind of makes it look more like a home console, but man, I just that's the only downside of the switch. It would light. be nice for them to have like a dongle or something, you know? Because you yeah. have to have there is a little bit of smarts in the in the Right. Right. In the dog, very dumb smarts. And that makes sense. And yeah, you can. Thing to say. <laughs> right, nothing's <laughs> dumb smarts. <laughs> dumb and smart all at the same time. Um, I'm yeah. basically amphibious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, that that's really my major downfall with the switch. Like the other thing that I don't like about it is the fact that it doesn't have cloud saves. So you have to transfer your saves back and forth. So that kind of drives me away from playing certain games on my switch light. If it's a game that plays better on the TV and that's, sure. that's a, a missed opportunity. Well, they kind of have cloud saves now, but they're still not perfect and not every game adopts it. So it's, it's kind of a disaster over the cloud ish cloud, cloud ish saves. Right. Yeah. Um, but we'll nah. see. I think it's gonna be a very interesting E3. I think it's gonna be a lot of like tech bullshit. Yeah, I, I here's can a new controller. Yeah, my it, God, with X Cloud, you'll be able to blah 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 blah. Maybe PS Five will get some some different colors at their own little event that they have. Don't do that. They, they be better there. not. They can't even make the white ones right now. <laughs> Fair enough. How fucking smart would that be? And we're going with new colors. Uh, yeah, you can't even enough. get them, right? Uh, maybe they'll do like a special edition. See, Spider Man. I have controllers everywhere at, at our local like Walmart. Controllers all over the place. So if you need a PlayStation Five controller, you let me know. I won't even mark it up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even mark it up. 
Oh shit. Um, yeah, I, I, I really want to see like, I don't know from PlayStation. Well, new colors of controllers for God's sake. Yeah. That'd be nice. I'm literally only have one controller. It's like one straight behind it. I, I bought a second one, but I mean, I, I really don't use it all that much because it seems like hardly any games actually have split screen anymore, which is disappointing, but, and the games that do have it, it barely fucking works looking at you call of duty it's true it's very laggy too fix your shit it's been broken since november very jittery and then it <laughs> it's kicks very you out when jittery you get, like you get to use three. half the screen yeah i don't understand that <laughs> i don't either i mean i so. feel like they would have accomplished more doing like a split and giving me half and you half yeah, but even then, I mean, a vertical split cuts down on your field of view, but yeah. What cut down on my field of view when I have to look out of the fucking magnifying glass? <laughs> I guess it didn't, yeah. It and didn't it wasn't really a small matter. TV. It was a big one. We were using like, you know, 60, like 70% of the TV. <laughs> Yeah. It was and we weren't even sitting very far from it either because no. the way that this room's set nope. up here it's and like, then obviously God. it's split screen so it like you know stuff's a little dumbed down and then it broke at the end of it yeah it, it kicked us out it kicked us out after a round so no it was great fix your shit they it won't takes up half the storage on my PlayStation I love it <laughs> nothing wrong there no not a problem at all solid choice I'll put you this way if June a new Mario Kart is not announced. My disappointment will be immeasurable and my day will have been ruined. At that point, does that mean you've lost the bet with Ed too? I don't know. I don't think there was I don't a bet remember with Ed, what the bet the... was arms. Oh, that's what and it I was. I said arms. there's absolutely not going to be an arms too. But that's already passed. Was it a was it a year? Is that what you gave it at the time? Oh, it was or a what? year. I think it was like it was whatever the last thing, the big last reveal thing we oh yeah, yeah show. Yeah. That was a big the last Nintendo Direct or Game Awards or something like that. I don't know. Right. We made a blood oath. There could certainly Pretty be serious. an arms too, considering they put Min Min and Smash. I mean, apparently that somebody has a lot of love for it. But yeah, the person who spent like hours making her and then nobody played it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh man. I mean, did you do you like arms? I don't really care for it. No, not so much. Maybe they come out with legs. My my son loved it when he and was he like people four. <laughs> legs. The sequel legs. to Arms. Legs. Legs. Followed by knees and toes. <laughs> Ooh, toes the game. No, Gross. I don't like that. Someone, hey, by the sounds of it, half the internet would be into that. <laughs> At least. Just, just feet. Oh, just a toe. Feet the game. Just the toe specifically. Just toes. Dem toes. Mm, dem toes. Don't like that, but it seems like a good place for us to get off of this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, it helps us out a ton. It uh, gives us uh, more reach on the different platforms that we're on. Again, if uh, you made it this far, you've listened to us talk about toes now. Uh, please consider <laughs> subscribing. Uh, whether it's on YouTube or uh, whether it's on the audio version uh, of the podcast on one of the various platforms that we're on, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever, Breaker, um, Podchasers, everything. Cephalopod as well. Yeah. Um, 
uh, hit us up on there, uh, subscribe, and also leave us a review. Thank you for that. Uh, you can follow me on PlayStation. My PSN is Maple Jeff. And mine is Luscious Brody. You can also find me on Twitter at Jeff James here for some hot takes on the steamy dookie that is the Fast and Furious franchise and my shade I throw at it. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be as good as the game. <laughs> uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Brody Foltz, but I don't ever post anything. I don't even do a good job at running our socials. So It's okay. Social media is a war zone. It's a hell It war. is. It is I mean, awful. really... Honestly, it's it's horrible. The only thing I use it for is just to bash the shit out of anything that, you know, <laughs> is fast and furious, essentially. Right. And, uh, yeah, and that and throw shade at other shit. I mean, I just kind of throw shade. I mean, that's all I do now. That's I all just, Twitter I either is. Make, I either make my tweet and I say, that's the tweet, or I just end it with a period <laughs> with shade. So, whatever. But at least I'm talking about cool shit. Yeah. You know? Also, go and buy some fucking Doge. Go buy some fucking Doge. Go Doge. (laughs) Get in on the Doge, my dudes. I mean, this is... I don't know know if this is prime time to be getting in on Doge. It's 32 cents. Oh, my God. Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. This isn't going to age well when the podcast goes live tomorrow and it absolutely dropped and it's down to like Imagine if it goes up. Boy. I mean, it's almost at the price I'd be willing to pay for to see the new Fast and Furious movie. (laughs) (laughs) About 50 cents. 50 cents. 50 cents. Uh, All right, guys. We'll see you later. See ya.